Hello, story lovers. I'm Laurel McCarg, and in today's episode, the first episode of the new year, 2020, I'm going to do something completely different. I'm going to invite you into my closet. So stay tuned. Welcome to Alligator Preserves, a weekly podcast about revealing yourself through storytelling, story reading, and story writing, but probably not story arithmetic, because that's not a thing. You just might surprise yourself with the secrets you'll uncover. Happy New Year to you all this fifth day of January, the 11th day of Christmas, some people would call it as tomorrow. January 6th is Epiphany. For those who don't know what Epiphany is, go ahead and look it up. New Year's often bring new challenges and new goals. And for one of my many new goals this year, I planned to work on recording some of my books, all of them, if I can get them all done, but we'll see. Anyway, the recording space that I've been using since we moved to Salida is kind of an open space in our lower level. And it's near where my husband works. And it's on the other side of the wall. There's a utility room and it makes noises. And I always have to remember to turn off the electrical things around me because they make noise. And so in my search for the perfect place to record, I realized that it was my closet. Well, it's actually not just my closet. I share a closet with my husband, but it's a pretty nice size walk-in closet. And of course, it's surrounded by clothing and other things that dampen noise. And it's far away from the electrical room. It's far away from the kitchen. It's upstairs in a corner. And I think it just might be the perfect place to record. So this recording, today's recording, is happening right in my closet, and I'll have to take pictures later after I do this and see how the sound comes out. But I think this just might be my own little corner. And like in the Cinderella movie, is it the Cinderella movie where she sings, in my own little corner, in my own little chair, I can be whatever I want to be. Something like that. I think it was Cinderella. I don't know. I could be mistaken. Anyway, I'm sitting in my closet right now, and I'm going to share a piece I wrote about why I do the things I do, specifically when it comes to publishing, and specifically, more specifically, why my goal is to publish in every genre. And I wrote this as a guest blog post for Kate Seaholm a while ago, and this is on her blog, but I thought it might give you a little insight into why I do things like write in every genre and decide to record in closets. So here's my piece. When my high school guidance counselor told me I shouldn't apply to Smith College as an early decision applicant, I should have several backups in my pocket, I wasn't mature enough to realize she was projecting her own insecurities onto me, as if I needed more than my own at the time. But I applied the way I wanted to, was accepted, and got to know myself as a person separate from my parents over three challenging and eye-opening semesters on the picturesque Northampton campus. What I discovered was how little I knew about myself. I accepted a job through Smith's summer work placement program after my first year. The job? Housekeeper, light fare cook, and companion to a 65-year-old Smith grad. 
I hadn't cooked a day in my life up to that point. The fourth of five girls in my family, I was often dodging too many helpers in our kitchen, but I never minded hanging out in my bedroom with a good book. I was fairly sure I could follow a recipe and not kill anyone with the resultant meal. And what a wonderful opportunity! I'd live for six weeks with a woman who'd be my mentor. She had worked at Harvard Business School before retiring. She would help me discover my purpose in life. Wrong. She had no time for me, me, and no interest in mentoring a young smithy. She barely acknowledged my presence. So I cleaned her ashtrays and accompanied her between her apartment in Boston's Prudential Center and her little place on the beach in Connecticut, and I didn't kill her with my cooking. And I decided I needed a change. My parents had raised me to believe I could do and be anything I wanted, yet I knew I'd never really been tested academically, physically, and emotionally. I wanted to be tested. I had my meeting with the Dean of Smith in November of my sophomore year, a requirement for anyone leaving the Ivy Towers of the Seven Sisters College to tell her I'd started an application to the United States Military Academy at West Point and would leave Smith at the end of the semester to prepare. I was fairly confident my application would be approved. She told me I shouldn't leave. I was making a mistake. Didn't I see how well I was doing at Smith? She told me I really shouldn't make such a drastic move. It wouldn't be a good fit for me. Huh. She was almost right. As a woman in the fourth class to see women at West Point, I experienced the wrath of many cadets, grads, and professors who believed women shouldn't be marching alongside the men of the Long Gray Line. I came close to failing out of West Point because my plebe English instructor, an army captain, told me I couldn't write. But I could. And I did, and after graduating from West Point in 1983, I served in the Army for nine years on active duty and over three more in the Army Reserves. But what does any of this have to do with my goal as an author? The answer is simple. First and foremost, I want to publish in every genre because it will be a challenge. Second and aftmost, thought I'd made up that word, but alas, I did not, I've been told I shouldn't. After publishing Miss and Water White, an author friend told me I should adopt a pseudonym for publishing The Hair, Raising Truth, because clearly my niche is educational writing and the hair is, well, rather naughty. Not naughty enough to check porn off my to-do list, but not nice enough for a middle school classroom, though many of my former seventh-grade students would disagree. Different writing conferences I've attended also have promoted the niche message. Market yourself as a fill-in-the-blank writer. Be the go-to author for this specific genre. And what has been my response to these messages? Pshaw! Every genre presents its challenges, and I'm a firm believer that a life filled with challenges will never be boring. As I work on What Do I Breathe this year, and as a side note, I've, I've completed it this year. My trilogy is completed. The last book of my Water White trilogy, I write with full awareness that I'm doing something I shouldn't do. I'm writing it in first person, present tense. Whereas my first two books, 
remain consistently in third-person past tense. Why? You know why. It's different. It's a challenge. I haven't done it before, and after reading the Hunger Games trilogy, I was inspired to try it. I wrote The Hair Raising Truth in second-person perspective for the same reason. And Rod Serling's Twilight Zone voice was a powerful inspiration behind each creepy scene. It was great fun to write. So while many will stand by their advice that I shouldn't write in multiple genres, I believe I should, and I will. If Neil Gaiman can do it, so can I. And hey, is someone going to knock on my door and drag me off to jail for breaking any rules of writing? I think not. But if I do find myself behind bars for daring to color outside the lines, just think of the story I'll write about it. It'll be a challenge. (laughs) So now you know why when you look me up on Amazon and see what kind of writing I do. And of course, it's always a question people ask, what do you write? And I have to say, oh, all kinds of things. And my goal is to write in every genre. And they look at me like I have six heads, but that's okay. I'm going to continue to do it. And of course, my goal this year is to start my military romance series, which is going to be set in the future, thanks to a suggestion made by a new author friend of mine, Linda Ditchkiss who will accompany me this year, along with author D.R. Kiss, to this year's 2020 Denver Pop Culture Con. We're really looking forward to that. It'll be the three of us on two tables there. So put Fourth of July weekend on your calendar in Denver to come to the Denver Pop Culture Con. But I'll have more about that as time goes on. And another new thing I'm doing this year, in addition to recording in my closet, is I'm actually going to plan out my next series a little bit more. My friend Linda suggested that I read the book Save the Cat Writes a Novel, the last book on novel writing you'll ever need by Jessica Brody. And I read it and I decided that might be kind of fun. And the first thing I had to do, of course, was go buy a cork board and a bunch of three by five cards and some push pins and set up the board in a way such that I can outline the three scenes that should be in every good novel and every good play. So I did that. And as I get ideas for the first book in my series, I will stick them on three by five cards in a place on the corkboard where the scene or the person belongs. And we'll see how that works out. So what I would really like from you listeners today, if you have a moment, I would love it if you took a moment to either like this episode or even better, leave me a note. Leave me a note about the sound. Maybe if you notice a difference in the sound quality between what I was recording before I retreated into my closet to now, this episode, because I think this is where I want to do my recording from now on. And now, of course, I'm just waiting for the first brave person who might want to come and be interviewed by me here in my closet. <laughs> I think this I think this room. I think it would be fun. <laughs> and I hope you enjoyed today's episode on Welcome to My Closet and why I do what I do. And as always, you can find today's show notes with links and photos on my website at ledvalaurel.com. Email me at laurel at strackpress.com and let me know what you think. And follow me on Twitter at Ledva Laurel. 
If you enjoyed this and other episodes, please subscribe to Alligator Preserves on iTunes, Stitcher, or, you know, wherever you get your podcasts to keep up with my latest closet episodes and tell your friends about it. I hope you'll help support Alligator Preserves on Patreon. Check out the rewards you receive at patreon.com slash alligatorpreserves. Enjoy me next time in my closet when I'll talk about something completely different. Maybe I'll give you a tour of my closet. <laughs> Until then, let's see. No preserves in my closet. I don't think we should eat in here. That probably wouldn't be a good idea. I don't know. I'll have to think about that. <laughs> Happy New Year, everyone. Happy 2020. I'm glad it's finally here. And take good care of yourselves this year. Bye. Alligator Preserves is hosted and produced by Laurel McCard, with technical support provided by her husband, Mike McCard. Follow her on her website at leadvillelaurel.com, where she writes about life, real, and imagined. If you enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy her books. Find her work at amazon.com.